502. The show is This Week in Moab. I'm your host for the day, Christy Williams-Stunton, and it's a pleasure truly to welcome to the studio and to the Moab airwaves here at KZMU, Moab's new chief of police, Jared Garcia. Jared, thank you for coming up today. Thank you for having me. Uh, do you prefer Chief Garcia? Uh, Jared is fine. Jared is okay. Yes. Well, it's a... Uh, Thank you very much for coming up, and welcome to Moab. This is day five on the job? Yes, it is. How's it going? It's going good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a hectic week, but uh, but the people here are so welcoming, and I, I feel like it's going pretty, pretty well so far. Well, there is uh, some that we know about you. you. You actually come from a storied career. You are honored with being the International Association of Chiefs of Police 40 Under 40, an award. So uh, you have been involved in multi-agency efforts aimed to crack down on crime in Salt Lake neighborhoods. And uh, so you've you've got about 20 years of experience. Is that so? Yeah, just short of. I'll hit my 20-year mark here in August, so wow. a couple months short of that. Okay. And so from Salt Lake originally? Yes, born and raised in, in uh, actually Kearns, if anybody knows in where that's Kearns. at, like the west okay. side of Salt Lake. Okay, great. And then your family, you have wife and kids, yeah? I do, yeah. I've mm-hmm. been married to my wife for 13 years, and we have two small children, and so they'll they'll all become a part of this community hopefully sooner rather than later. We're in the process of kind of transitioning from Salt Lake to here, but really looking forward to it. Now, uh, there's so much to be said about what, kind of journey it is to come to Moab and find a house and uh, develop a life and, you know, um, you found some housing, did you? We did, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It is. We It, it was a stressful couple of weeks, but we're obviously grateful that we found something, and I think that was probably one of the most important things is being able to get my kids settled in, and, and so, they, so you know, it's, it's an impactful for them to move them, but hopefully get them settled in where they can meet some new friends and get settled into school and, and uh, not have to stress so much about the big move. And and it is a big move. You said yes to the challenge of coming to Moab amid many uh, long and nationally recognized, well, there are nationwide scrutinies, the big eye on what Moab has been doing, and internal struggles within the department for quite some time. Uh, not just the uh, Gabby Petito and uh, laundry uh, issue, um, tragedy, uh, but several others that we could name that has me wondering, in light of all of that, with domestic violence being rather in this bright uh, spotlight now, how, it, talk to me for a minute um, about what you've said yes to by coming here at this time when there are such concerns, both in the department and more broadly about this issue about keeping the peace and feeling safe as uh, how are we treating our people, our community? Sure. Well, first first of all, as far as the, the challenges that, that, you, that you outlined, you know, I think that it, it's important first that somebody out there decides that they need to, they need to view that as an opportunity. And and that's how I viewed it. And, you know, things are never as broken as people like to portray. They're never probably as good as people like to portray. But in this situation, I, I really did view it as an opportunity. Um, I've had such a awesome um, career with the Department of Public Safety. I feel like 
those opportunities have prepared me for this to take on these challenges and and just take a take a new look at the department I, I really do view it as a fresh start not only for me but for for all those who work for, for the Moab Police Department for the community I know I know uh, that, that Moab has been under the spotlight but somebody has to take on those challenges at some point and really really um, dive into the police department and I thought to myself why not me uh, I do view it as an opportunity I think that there are a lot of great things that we can accomplish uh, I also after being here for five days I know that's not very long <laughs> you know I, I, I am very very impressed with the officers that we do have I, I know that things are not perfect but they do deserve a, a great deal of credit for sticking through these tough times and they've done that because they care about the police department they care about their community and uh, and they care about our profession, and, and it's really, really been evident to me just in the first few days. Mm, um, as far great yeah, to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Um, as far as as far as those those broader challenges, specific, you know, to domestic violence or some of the things that have brought scrutiny to the department. You know, Moab Police Department. They're, they're, these these challenges are not exclusive to them, um, and to us, I should say. They uh, they law enforcement as a whole has gotten younger. There's less people that want to join the profession, and because we're hiring newer officers, younger officers, people that are newer to the profession, they're probably a little less experienced, and, and it takes its toll on all law enforcement agencies. It's uh, As a law enforcement leader, I recognize that, and it's important that we really focus on the basics that, that law enforcement officers have to do. I, I call it our core competencies. We really have to be excellent at the things that we do 95% of the time, and then we continue to build upon those things. and. And really, domestic violence, unfortunately, those are instances that we do respond to frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, And they are very dynamic situations, and it's really up to us to make sure our officers are trained properly so they can respond and make good decisions. In the light of that, wasn't there a response training recently? Uh, or is are there efforts that are being taken to really support officers of any age to um, come at this situation from a more trauma-informed place? Yeah, I think those discussions have been occurring for many, many years. Uh, I'm not aware of what what training occurred before I got here, but Mm. I I do know that, you know, in the coming weeks, I will be taking a really hard look at the the policies and procedures. I will make sure that our officers are properly trained, uh, ensure that we are conducting lethality assessments. I know we are doing that, but just make sure that that, that after we conduct lethality assessments, we, we engage the appropriate resources, whether or not those are social workers, victim advocates, uh, and then service providers uh, in our area or where, where our, you know, our victims may be residing to make sure that there's a safety plan in place, make sure that, uh, that they're, they're being um, guided through the criminal justice system because that can be traumatic for victims of crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and just really making sure that we're, we're taking a broad approach to those situations to make sure that uh, again, victims are being really uh, taken care of. I'm you. You mentioned something that I was really glad that you did, indicating to me that there is sort of an overarching uh, system of, if not values, then then you put it as core competencies. There are some things that are just the most important. What are they? Well, so many things. If you think about what what the community expects from law enforcement, it's it's really everything. You know, uh, if you if you 
think about uh, our response, it's typically probably one of the worst days of people's lives if they're calling law enforcement for help. Mm-hmm. But sometimes our sometimes our interaction is just we're we're walking down the street and we're we're having just a healthy conversation. And so it really starts the store. The core comedies really start with how we present ourselves. I, I really expect for our officers to be professional police officers, which includes how we engage people. You know, everybody deserves to be treated with respect. So that's a core competency, how we communicate with people, with the public, how we engage, how we conduct basic investigations, traffic stops, um, having a clear understanding of law, criminal procedures. Um, There is so much that we expect of our law enforcement officers, and and we really just need to take a really basic look at what we do every single day. And then as, as officers grow in their career, as they gain more experience, more time on the job, more training, and we can really dive into what what um, roles they, they want to fulfill within the police department. Some people are made to be investigators, some are made to be patrol officers, some um, you know, more community-based, maybe school resource officers. So maybe some people want to be the chief of police. You know? So really it's, it's my job to make sure that I, I have a clear understanding of the people that work within the department, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, what their interests are, and really guide them through their careers and hopefully prepare somebody in that police department to take on my job when I, when I move on someday. Some long-term vision. That's that's encouraging. Thank you. If you've just tuned in, this is this week in Moab. It's just about ten minutes into the ten eleven minutes into the hour of five o'clock for this week in Moab. I'm Christy, and Chief Garcia is our guest today, talking about some of these larger picture. Uh, you know, let's just call it the the architecture of what we're trying to pull off here. Which I don't know how you would put it, but. Old school me feels like what happened to peace officers? What, how is the keeping of the peace or the disturbing of the peace and the identifying as peace officers? Does that still uh, exist in that core competency in terms of, you know, the why of, of what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that uh, what happens is specifically when you're so shorthanded, uh, or you're, you know, you're trying to, you're constantly trying to play catch up. You're, you're mm-hmm. taking on. There are so many tasks that people don't realize have to occur within a police department. Whether it's maintaining training, certifications, mm-hmm. making sure that reports are written properly. I mean, those, these things happen. But uh, if you don't have the time to review a, a, a investigative file or a police report, then those things can fall by the wayside, and they just, you know, they can get rubber stamped. And that's what we have to guard against, you know. And the other, the other aspect of that is. When you, in, in regard to your question, is we don't want every law enforcement encounter to be because somebody broke the law or because they needed our help. They, you know, they they were in a crisis. We would hope that we can find more time to be to have positive engagement with our community, just to have those casual conversations, to check in on business owners, to be visible for those people who are visiting the the city of Moab and, and the surrounding areas. And so, I think that's really my goal is to to really create more opportunities, more efficiencies within the department, create opportunities for our officers to better engage the community, find criminal justice solutions that don't always involve incarceration, although sometimes that is necessary, mm. but really just be, be forward-thinking in our approach, be more community-oriented, and, and then when it is appropriate to take enforcement action, we know that, that, that there's a time and a place for us to do that as well. And so it's... Thank you for shedding a little bit of a, a lens on the kind of demographic of who we've got. They're kind of a young force, and it's been difficult to retain it in part because of the rising costs, et cetera, 
and turnover. So understaffing, how how big of an issue is that? Do you feel? I know I know day five, right? Yeah. Um, but how's it looking to you? Oh, I, I think the Moab Police Department is significantly understaffed right now. And that is uh, honestly, pr- if I was to break down my priority priorities for you right now, that is priority number one is, is hiring officers and not only hiring them, but retaining them. And then again, getting them the, the proper amount of training, experience, uh, guidance from leadership. The, the, that, that is the priority. You, you can have uh, all, all the goals in the world, but if you don't have people to to accomplish those goals, then it's all for nothing. And so uh, that's really, really, you know, again, priority number one is, is hiring people and then making sure we're establishing a culture and an environment that people want to stay, you know, organically, not where it's forced, you know, where they realize it's, it's a great place to work. It's a great city mm-hmm. to work and we're accomplishing great things. And I, and I believe we will do that. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Boy, that's just very exciting. The uh, the nature of your days this past couple of well you only got here a week ago you physically weren't here before a week ago amazing so fresh and yet you've been listening to people probably coming to you just listening fourteen hours a day I'd expect <laughs> hearing from people from the community new coworkers people from the city. What are, what are people telling you that they're most worried about? I'm sure they've been peppering you with, um, please look at this, it's key. What oh, are you hearing? Yeah, so many things. I think really uh, I've felt a great deal of a s- excitement for a change, and that's, that's, I don't mean that as a negative towards the previous police chief or administration. I, I, like I said, I view this as a fresh start moving forward, but I think you know people are just really interested to see where we take the Moab Police Department. I think... Uh, they're they're uh, really looking forward to some new leadership and, and, and new ideas within the police department and in the city and and uh, you know I just I just I just really appreciate how welcoming people have been. Um, I know that everybody has uh, you know different needs and different ideas of what uh, law enforcement provides and and I and and that's really where I'm at right now is just the kind of the listening phase and getting to know people and understand not only what the needs are internally within the police department but. Uh, the community needs as well, as well as the other stakeholders, the other government officials, you know, the district attorneys, the local attorneys, judges, um, service providers, you name it. I'm just really over the next probably few months, I'm going to get get to meet people and get to understand what their needs are. And hopefully that'll help me to provide a better service from a public safety standpoint. Are you interested in open from for hearing from people? Or are you saying, give me a minute? How's that going? Because I'm sure people would... You know, as we say, it's been uh, not just national attention within the community for quite some time. Turmoil, things not things not quite uh, on the up and up, you might say, is how it is felt, just to put it briefly. Uh, so, um, yeah, I know that they're really interested, this community is, in having an open interface. What yeah. Do you- no, I, I'm I'm not a, a phase where I think people need to hold off. If someone if in the community has something that they want to bring to my attention, I'm I'm all ears. I have an open door policy. If if someone wants to come and talk to me, and we're already looking, hoping to create uh, opportunities for me to engage the public, oh, engage people, because that's important. I mean, uh, I really I want to make good decisions. I want to make sure our police department's moving in the right direction. But the only way to do that is to listen to people. And, uh, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. It's like I said, it's important for me to listen to the officers internally and find out the things that they've faced and, 
and I hope to find more time in the coming weeks to really sit down and dial into that. But but also we are serving the community that uh, that resides here, the community that visits here, and there are so many people that have different perspectives, and it's our job to listen. Mm. Well, it is uh, with some seasoning that you come to this position. Um, you you want to talk a little bit about your enforcement uh, commitments and a little bit of uh, history about where you come from, even FBI. Tell us a bit of a story about your uh, professional background. Oh, well, so I worked for the State Bureau of Investigation, not the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh, but Thank yeah, you defi- for correcting no, me. Classic. No. <laughs> thank you. No, I, I uh, yeah, definitely don't want to mis- misrepresent myself. But Me neither. But, um, but no, I, I've worked for, again, the Department of Public Safety for almost 20 years. That, in- that includes the Utah Highway Patrol. Uh, where you know I, I started as a young patrol officer in Salt Lake County, I worked on the DUI squad, and and uh, but I spent the majority of my career at the State Bureau of Investigation. So um, one of one of my probably some of my greatest moments were uh, as a sergeant on the Salt Lake Area Gang Project on the gang unit up there, and and every night was an adventure because we were you know focused. Really, my job was to identify the most violent and dangerous person in the community, and then we would go locate them. So. You know that was those were some very very exciting times, um, and 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 a, and a you know stark contrast from what I find down here in Moab. I don't think there's a, the 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 gang problem that we had up in Salt Lake. But well, let's find some wood, and we're just gonna <laughs> knock because there are some things that make it uh, at risk. You've seen some of those, uh, I'm sure, reports about aces, adverse childhood experiences, and some of the risks associated with the rural area so sure. warm open yes and at risk so i'm sure you're going to be working with several of the, an interagency effort to try and uh bring greater community health forward that way yeah i really i really look forward to partnering continuing to partner with the utah highway patrol the department of public safety and and the sheriff's office I, i've had a great relationship with the grand county sheriff's office over the years and uh, working for the state, and, and I really, really uh, hope to continue to build upon the, those relationships. And I understand there will be a new sheriff at the end of the year, and and uh, and I look forward to building a relationship with them. But in the meantime, I hope to to find some time to sit down with the current sheriff and pick his brain and 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 see what he would like uh, to see from the Mama Police Department as well. But as far as those other challenges, you know, I think there are so many things that can be done. Again, it takes it takes uh, relationships, it takes uh, collaboration. But um, I mean, I think if we take a forward-thinking approach to some of these these uh, scenarios, we can really make a difference. Uh, again, it doesn't always have to involve uh, enforcement action. I, I think uh, that's one thing I learned during Operation Rio Grande is while there are a lot of people that they, that 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 is the solution is enforcement of laws and 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 and, and arrest. There are also opportunities for us to engage through multidisciplinary teams and find solutions before people get involved in the criminal justice system. So I hope as the police chief I can bring a, a good balance to that. Thank you, because there is this uh, point, isn't there, where it becomes criminal, but then there's a pretty broad set of behaviors that are not quite that, that just need perhaps a little care. Is that so? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 uh, there's a term I, I like to use. It's, it's high utilizers in the community, and what I mean by that, those are, those are maybe households or individuals that require 
more response, whether it's from police services or medical service, EMS. Or Seekhaven or right. Child Protective Services or... Exactly. Mm-hmm. But in, the, in those scenarios, I think we, we uh, when you talk about that extra standard of care, those are... Those are opportunities for us maybe to, to use that or implement that multidisciplinary approach and, and, and take a proactive approach and go out to those individuals and maybe conduct assessments and, and help find them the solutions that they need prior to making arrests. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the same kind of approach to relationships, right? You shouldn't build relationships when there's a crisis. You need to build them far before that so when there is a crisis, we can, we can better work together. And I, I think I view that uh, um, those scenarios the same, right? If we mm-hmm. can get it's out, like, take a proactive approach, then then maybe we can make a difference in one or two people's lives. Great. Perhaps more than that. Hope so. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, we, uh, it's been a month-long search for the new chief of police. He's here and here in the studio, day five on the job, uh, Chief Jared Garcia, whose uh, wife and kids will be coming down here in just a little bit and probably start in school or who knows they'll be they'll be part of the schooling system eventually so welcome to the family welcome to moab and uh if people have something that they really need to connect with you about um whether it's a feeling about their community or perhaps a a problem that they've long seen um about the force something they'd like to see change about the force how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we live in a small community. They're welcome to come down to the police station and come meet with me in person. Um, they can reach out to us through our through the police email. And, I, and I'm li- really looking forward to kind of creating more opportunities for people to engage, whether that's through social media. I, I know that's how people prefer to communicate nowadays. Um, but we'll, I, I think uh, give me a, few, a little bit of time, and I'll create more opportunities for people to reach out. But in the meantime, the... The, you know, they're, they're welcome to call the police station, come in and visit me um, and reach out. But I, I, I will be as responsive as I possibly can. And I'm, and I'm looking forward to hearing the concerns that people have. Wonderful. Well, listen here. You know, KZMU is a platform for you. You can talk to a lot of people at once. It's super efficient. If there is a message that you need to get out, feel free to make this place uh, a way that you can communicate uh, concerns or uh, important information that they need to know. Um, and come on back to KZMU anytime. I appreciate it. I appreciate the platform and the opportunity to meet with you. I would, I, before I leave, like to add that it is National Police Week that started. Is it really? That started yesterday. And so I would just encourage members of the public to, if they see one of our sheriffs, one of our troopers, one of our Moab City police officers, to just take a moment and thank them. They really do care about the community they care about this our profession and and uh, the moab police department the the people that reside here the people that visit here uh that has been absolutely um obvious to me so please take the time to thank them for everything that they do they're wonderful people and they're here to 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 make your life safe thank you very much chief garcia shake my hand Thanks for coming up. It's a pleasure. Uh, best luck. I, I feel like you're going to be pretty busy, sadly, but so uh, even so, drop by again. Uh, I'll come by anytime. Okay, thank right. you. Thank you so much. Thank you.